0: You got kids? Need any parenting advice? Nah, you got this down. Well, that's silly. Nobody has it down. I love listening to other people. I like taking it in and learning from their little tidbits. I might not do everything the way they do it, but I always learn something new. And besides that, I am always looking for new ways to have fun with my family different games that I can play, no matter how old your kids are. And so that's why my next guest, Claire, I just had to bring her on. Lots of advice for you and things you can do with your children and ways to communicate with your children and games that you can play, whether they're little, big, doesn't matter. And guess what? Even if you don't have kids, I love those games. I played some of them just with my spouse, and you don't even need a board, which is awesome. So have fun, enjoy, and I know you are going to think of a million people that could benefit from this podcast, so be sure to share, rate, and like, and go on Patreon. Have fun.
1: This is Let's Keep It Real with Sandy Joy Weston, your weekly dose of positivity with awesome stories and guests from all over the world. It's an opportunity to learn some great new things and expand your mind. We'll tackle topics from all areas of life. And as always with Sandy, the sky's the limit.
0: Well, my let's keep it real people. Could we keep it more real lately Boy, they! I cannot believe all the fun and craziness. And then you put the holidays on top of it and the kids running around at home. I just thought my new friend, Claire Raper, I had to bring her on. Before she says anything, I want to tell you a little bit about her because she was actually helping me out on a kids show that we mentioned a little bit about and also a journal I'm doing. And she was awesome sauce. And Claire is a hoop. so I can't wait for you to meet her. Claire is a parent, teacher, traveler, not now, right, and educator who loves the opportunity to work with students of all ages. Hmm. Claire has had a varied career, including theatrical director, store owner, I did not know that, and social media consultant. Don't we all need that nowadays? She currently lives in upstate New York with a home full of animals and family. Claire, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. First of all, just so you know, we were on before and we were supposed to go on cast, which is a platform. You don't see people, <laughs> right? Claire? And then uh, the internet gods didn't have that work. So then we're like, okay, we'll go on zoom. I'm thinking, Oh crap. I'd put back on <laughs> you know, my workouts church. So we're going to see each other and I- Blah, 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 running around. And then we're like, wait a minute. We could just do audio, which they're used to anyhow.
1: Are you in that's, your PJs, Claire? I am in my pajamas and I am wearing um, multiple layers of pajamas because I don't know when this will air, but we are expecting a 30, that's a three and a zero, 30 inches of snow. Woohoo. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm waiting for it, man. I am getting my hot cocoa ready. Um, oh. I've got that fire going and I am just like, pajamas all the way yeah
0: I don't know we're outside of Philadelphia I don't know if it's 30 now I heard 15 to 20 but I do know while we're recording it's just gearing up out there there's snow and wind everywhere so and the only thing I'm sad about is when I waited in the long silly line yesterday to get Mm -hmm. the everything bagels for my family I didn't get whipped cream what you know I I thought how could I forget whipped cream for the Uh -uh. hot chocolate uh-uh. I don't know. So I don't know. Should I go out? <laughs> I, that's so a five tough minutes drive to get whipped cream. I don't know. I don't know. I don't you know. can make garlic butter. Garlic butter. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: You, yeah, you I could just gotta that. mince up that garlic really nicely. It's like garlic bread, but you're gonna put it on your bagels.
0: Ooh, I yeah. like it.
1: Wait, I gotta take notes there. All right, Claire. What's your word? If
0: I'm gonna ask you what your word has been for the past 30 days. Good, bad, or ugly. What would be the word that describes your life the most?
1: A single word. Gosh. Any word. Gosh. <laughs> Any word. I. You know, it's been really up and down. It's. I think the word I'm going to have to go with is roller coaster. All right, I like that. Yeah. All right. Why roller coaster? Um, the past thirty days have been an emotional roller coaster. Um, in the good, in the highs, I got to bring my daughter back from college. It's been a wonderful experience having her go. Mm -hmm. Um, it was very safe COVID wise, very safe. She had a test every week, um, Mm. but bringing her home was spectacular. It was her first time away from home for so long. So having her home was just so wonderful, right? It's just that, that homecoming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. So wonderful. Um, some downs, Sadly, we've had a few friends who have contracted COVID. So getting those calls are intense. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Yeah, so those are some downs. Thankfully, so they're all on the mend right now. So, yeah, yeah. woo, fist bump.
0: I know. But so the uh, phone rings. What are you calling for? No one calls me. People only text, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um. Uh. So roller coaster again. Um so my daughter is in a college with international students and um, some of them are not allowed to go home. Well, so, because if they do, they can't come back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so do so you take them in? We are taking one in. Yes. <laughs> we have one home here with us. So that's been another bit of a roller coaster with getting to know um, the ins and outs of hosting somebody from a very, very different culture.
0: A um, culture.
1: From. Uh, he's he's from China, okay, and he's nineteen. So it's both the funds of hosting a teenager. <laughs> yep, 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 Yep. yes, a young man, but also uh, somebody from a very different culture than our own. Um, and he's been lovely, um, and our kids have they've they've all gotten along fairly well. But it's a long amount of time to have yes. three teenagers. Um, <laughs> yeah, a lot. Pause. <laughs> yeah and it's an amazing amount of food that we go through. Oh and, my gosh, um, I didn't even think of that. You're right. Yeah, yeah, hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of food going out um on a daily basis. And uh so it's just very interesting. It's very very interesting. Uh, uh my home. <laughs> my home. All right. Yeah, you're well listen. I we
0: I, I've been dying to ask you this. Yes, ma'am. Uh, it's been on my mind forever. And then, you know, I asked people to send in questions once well, I tell them the guest is coming on, yeah. even recorded. Why did you name your group Apocalypse Academy? <laughs> I mean, you have to understand, Claire, let me just tell you a little bit. So I met you through Dan Schneider, shout out Dan, of course, amazing, amazing, connects people. And he's like, you have to join this group. I go, do you realize Everything is about joy to me. I inspire, mm-hmm. I uplift. It's putting the joy out and spreading in positive. It goes, no, 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 you're going to like this group. And I go, and I go, Apocalypse Academy, where are we going with this,
1: Claire? You got to tell me everything. Well, that's, it's very obviously, since you've been there, it's obviously very tongue in cheek, right? Oh, it's um, funny. It's hysterical, it's but you Very tell silly. And somebody said, well, how do we, uh, uh, name it. And what about the kids that, you know, don't make it? And I said, well, only the strong survive the apocalypse. Um, (laughs) yeah, well, it's very dark in my home. Very dark. Um, but it's about, it actually is a spinoff of another group that I'm a part of, um, which started in March and it's about food. And it's the Apocalypse Supper Club, and there's a little over four thousand members in that group. Wow! And it's huge, wildly popular. And um, we it, it started with a call uh, the college that I graduated from, and a member, of, a good friend of mine, that started that, David Williamson, and he started it just to bring love and support. And it had two rules: no politics and be nice. Oh! And it's been a well, source like of- it. Yes, it's a very sweet guy, and he's just wonderful. And so I noticed that a lot of people with kids were looking for support for their kids, whether it's because in this time, right, some right. of us are homeschooling, some of us are online, some of us are taking their kids to school and terrified, and there's no right choice. Right, right, now. right. I, yeah. I don't care. It's all hard. We don't know day to day what we're doing. And that's and it, that's when life is normal, right? We don't know yeah, if we're doing right. the right thing. So I thought, well, what if we do a bit of a spin-off group, and that's the Apocalypse Supper Club. And tongue in cheek, obviously, we said Apocalypse Academy. Gotcha. And a lot of the members yeah. are the same members, but I also invited some parents and friends from my yeah. other worlds, and we've yeah. all kind of come together. And it's very it's growing, um, uh, in a in a, a very. Um, uh, nor healthy manner. It's a private group because I want to make sure it's not just everybody coming. And I also want to make sure that parents who are there and grandparents, by the way, and aunts and uncles, it's about people who have significant children in their lives and play a role in their, in children's lives, as opposed to just like, you must be a parent. Yeah, Um, Yeah. 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 So it's about being able to speak openly because I think in public groups, if you, if an administrator or a teacher or whatever sees you posting that you're not do your kid doesn't enjoy the school or something, it becomes a thing, you know? Oh yeah. 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 Absolutely. And we don't want that. You no. sometimes you just need to vent. that Yeah.
0: Safe space, safe space. Exactly. Yeah, it's so funny. that's what it's, this has been. Yeah. yeah. I just was at first, I'm like, Dan, do you even know me? Like what? And then I went <laughs> on and I go, okay, I get it. Cause I, yeah. I love, you know, People coming together, helping people, feeling yes. safe. I got yes. this challenge, with my kid, you know, this. I like, hey, my kid plays, you know, this game. How about you? Does anybody know anybody that yes. plays Animal Crossing?
1: Exactly. Connecting them in, you know? So, yeah, I and love it. And it is about connecting the kids and connecting the parents. And we yeah. even are starting this thing where we're getting teachers connected so that potentially in the future, um, we're working towards letting the teachers, and that's not professional teachers either, just experts also in their fields, teach the kids virtually. Yeah. Um, A huge, wide, wide range of skills that are available in our community. So could be quite good in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: I went on there and I saw some of the things and I thought, OK, this is a fun group of people, you know, <laughs> they're coming <laughs> at it at a whole new sense <laughs> and it feels good. But you're right. It, it works better as a private group. All it is. Right, so. Now, I got to
1: ask some questions here. I had no idea. I guess I didn't pick it up. What kind of store owner were you? Um, My shop was called Kid Around, and it was a consignment shop and an educational toy shop um, in the village of Saugerties, New York. Um, We were in business for about four years before we were run out of business, basically by online shopping and Walmart Mm -hmm. and all the big box stores. And the idea was kids grow out of their stuff really fast and barely use it so why not allow that to earn you the ability to buy other stuff so people would bring me their strollers and their clothes and their toys put it up yeah and then use that credit to purchase other items and then I carried educational toys and handmade items from um, artisans in our area um and I think it could have done better. I don't. I think I learned a lot about being a business yeah. owner. I knew nothing, at all. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that was a fault of mine. I have learned a lot. Uh, and I don't know we all I would, do, uh, right? I don't know that I'd ever own a business again. I, I appreciate small business owners, and I don't think I'm good at being one at all. Well. I don't know
0: that or not, but it's good. <laughs> to, I always believe you find out what you love and not. It's exactly. Like, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. And when people come to me and say, I want to own my business, I want to own business, I never discourage them. But I think inside my head, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you, you sure?
1: Because yeah.
0: brick, you know, the brick and mortar, the place is so much different than online stuff. You know, it's, yes. the whole, it's a whole different ball of wax and you have to love it. I mean, you have to love it and and like anything, and then you'll get, you know, you'll learn if you loved it, you'd go back out there and you go, okay, that didn't work. I'll try it again. But there's too many other things you're great
1: at. And I like you believe play to your strengths. And I think you have to learn what you're not good at. And you also have to be able to say, this is not a strong suit. Either I'm willing to learn more about it so it can become something I'm good at, or I'm not good at that. It's okay. Okay. I'm yep. going to walk away and let somebody else be good at that, and I'm going to mm-hmm. go find something I'm really good at.
0: Yeah, and that's There's okay awful- too.
1: Yes, you don't have, you can't be good at everything.
0: You can't, but and I strength. teach my
1: kids that too. I tell you, you're not good at everything. Somebody else is going to be better at that. Let them be better at that. Learn <laughs> from them, and go find something you're good at. Is that is that part of the growth mindset,
0: Claire? I don't. Yeah, like I think
1: I- it is. Like we have yeah. to stop pretending that we're all experts in everything because we're not. We're just not. Like, come, on. come on. We're I am not... all coaches and mentors and educators on everything. did you right? know that? Like, I'm not a microbiologist and a neuroscientist and a medical doctor and a store owner and a carpenter and a yeah. plumber. And I'm not. <laughs> so why pretend? But you know what? You didn't know. if You didn't try. So you gave it a shot. Exactly. You have to get
0: the time. concept was amazing. I mean, because I people always say to me, Sandy, you know, you always dress to the hill on this and you put out it together. 95% of what I wear is from consignment. And I think nice. it's fun.
1: Oh, I, I think, love it. I love consignment shops and I love buying thrift. It's the best. It's great for the environment and good on it's other fun. people for running those stores. Yeah, it's fun. It's yeah fun.
0: It, it, that's a whole nother ball of wax. I have a friend that manages that and man oh man. Right. Ooh, there's a lot of stuff that people stuff and what they think it's worth and did you sell Anyhow, I get it. Okay. Animals. You said you have a house full of family and
1: animals. What do you got over there? <laughs> so over here, so Any I sheep, have sheep, uh, dogs, cows, lambs. <laughs> well, we live in an old nunnery that was built in the 1920s <gasps> and really? it's on 30 acres. Yeah. It's beautiful. Wait, and, wait, wait, wait. It really yeah. is an old nunnery. Yeah, no, it's really an old nunnery. Yeah. Do you feel like the special powers are there? It has a beautiful, calming sense and a good feeling. Every person who's ever been here goes, it just feels good. Mm. Um, But there's a stained glass cross in the end of my house. Okay. And you walk in under a metal cross. Okay. Okay. and are you Christian? Let's get this out of the way. Okay. I am actually an atheist and I have not been stripped. Oh, out my God. This is getting better and better. <laughs> when we moved in, there was a confessional. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. And my house was filled with pews. Yeah. I yeah. have to see
0: pictures. Can you privately
1: send me pictures? I will find pictures. I'm going to have to dig them up. But yeah, I need we've been to here see. For years. We'll just
0: yeah. take a picture of the cross and like whatever. Yeah, right? yeah sure.
1: All right. Let, no, it's we're all so getting fun. this visual. So go ahead. Oh, yeah. And um, So, so you third, walk in and you see this as an You atheist. walk in under a cross, yeah, and uh-huh. you walk into what used to be the chapel. Okay. And that's now my living room. And it's got an altar, the whole bit. Okay. And um, then, yeah, and then you've got the rest of my house, basically, which is not nearly... It used to have a lot of cells. So nuns live in what are called cells.
0: Yeah? Okay. Very small rooms. I did not room. know that.
1: Yeah. Um, which, is actually, it, which is actually, if you go into biology, where the word cell comes from for what is in our bodies. That person who discovered cell, which I'm going to forget his name was a priest. Gotcha. Ooh. And, yeah. Good fun fact. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so those uh, all those walls have been taken down to make bedrooms because I can't possibly okay. make my child children live in them. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm mean, but I'm not that mean. <laughs> all right. But wait a minute. Wait a
0: minute. I have so many questions. Yeah. Nothing to do with this podcast. So I'll have to come back later. So you walk
1: in, yeah. And you see these crosses. And what do you think? Do you think I I, can live l- there I fell in love? Well, okay. the house is in a much rougher condition than it is now, but I just loved it. It's open. There's lots of space. Like I said, there's 30 acres. Um, and it just feels like home. Mm. It just feels like home. And I knew at that point I was retiring my parents here and they had given up everything their whole lives to make sure my brother and myself had a good life. Um, and I always knew I was giving something back to them and I did. Mm. So the third floor of my house is a full on apartment and they live there and they have dinner with us every night. Oh my goodness. Um, And they helped raise my kids. Um, Mm. and at some, at one point they helped raise my brother's kid when they were nearby. Mm. Now they live in Seattle and they've been a huge part in our lives, which was a gift to us. Yeah. Well, you know,
0: it's so nice to hear that you get along that well, because some people really love their parents, but they don't want to live with them, even though they love (laughs) them. It's pretty special. My husband was good with that too. Yeah. You know, actually that's the easier one. Sometimes it's like, wait a minute, I'm going to be living with my parents. So that's great. Especially now that's really, okay. So now you got to tell about your kids. I mean, not to brag, (laughs) but come on.
1: My I mean, kids I'm are sincere. pretty spectacular. I just don't want my kid to drool today. You know, No, no my kids are outrageous. So my daughter is uh, 15 and she is a freshman in college. Mm. Uh, she mm. decided to leave high school at t- after 10th grade and go to college. And she goes to um, Simon's Rock, which is an early college, specifically for ridiculously intelligent people like my kid. Wow. Wow. Um, couldn't be prouder of her. Couldn't be prouder, honestly. So,
0: did, when did she decide, like, hey, I just want to fast track? Because some kids are like, you know, they don't want to. They want to stay in high school, even though they're brainiacs, but she wanted to go. She decided
1: about three weeks before it was move in day.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay. Then.
1: So, that was great for us. Yeah. Super wonderful. She um, basically came to us with the application and said, sign here. Um, and it was done. Wow. And we said, okay, we'll support you in that. And uh, we did. And we Wait, so this is her freshman work. year? Yeah. She's in the Oof. middle of her freshman year. She's in exams right now. Her, yeah. her last papers are due tomorrow. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And then my son is 12 right now, and he is um doing a grade level ahead in math, and he is designing video games.
0: Wait a minute. Can he can he tutor my son? Totally. Man.
1: You know. By the way, my son is amazing. He's going to say, "Mom, I can't believe he
0: said that about well, true. Right? Like you know, like but because he's incredible. But his str- he has a
1: lot of strengths, but not in math. That's his well, struggle. You know, and that's fair. I think everybody has their struggles. But no, Oliver is incredible at math, and he's um, he's learning C sharp, which is a, a coding language, and he's completed um, three different video games. One is two dimensional platformer, and one is a three-dimensional like haunted house maze and now he's working he's finishing up his other three-dimensional open world game wow and he's tutoring a couple of friends on how to learn c sharp yeah. which i yeah. um i highly recommend unity learn which is a free uh programming but that's for more advanced coders he yeah. both my yeah. kids learn code on scratch which is yeah. a free program on MIT. Now that I do know about, because my son, even though he's not great at
0: math, he did build his own computer. He knows a lot about it. He takes coding. So he probably would have a lot in common with your son. But my son is, I don't know how it works. You know how he's 17 and he's 12. Is is
1: it uncool? Like, are they okay playing? I don't think it matters to play games. They play all As far as my son is concerned, he doesn't care. He actually hosts games for kids um, around the country who are Mm. nine. And he, Yeah, I don't think they care. As long as you can play the game, they don't care. Yeah, if you can keep up with him, he doesn't care.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. So, so what about yeah. you and
0: your husband, were you just that kind of kid too?
1: Yeah, we were both very um, motivated. We'll go with motivated.
0: All right, maybe, but gifted. Like, yeah. were, did school yeah. come easily? I mean, I was studying two and a half hours to get my grades. I got them, but book smart is not my thing. Sounds mm. like you just
1: came to you. Yeah, pretty much. We kind of just moved on through. Yeah moved on through. Yeah, just went through, did it, moved up. Yeah. Yeah, my <laughs> senior year of high school I did 3 AP classes and then graduated at 17 and then went into college. Yeah. Oh, and then my God. my husband the same. He moved right very quickly through and he was headhunted out of college to go get his masters.
0: He got hunted? Yeah, to get his masters.
1: Yeah. So what does your husband do now? He's a graphic designer for film and television. Oh, very yeah. artsy too. That's fascinating. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's very uh, he's very talented. He also built a significant amount of the furniture in my home. Mm. He built our son a treehouse for his eighth birthday, oh. um, and he's a painter and a photographer. So it's great that most of
0: the stuff he's doing, he can do from home too, right?
1: Yeah, he does most of our work from home, which has just been, especially during right now in the pandemic, is just mm-hmm. really. A blessing for yeah. us um yeah that he's safe uh it's just really really wonderful really so, wonderful
0: yeah so you're not you're not a teacher anymore are you or do you still are you still well, a theatrical director
1: i was a theater teacher until the school shut down in march um i'm not sure what the future holds for me right now oh, Okay. Uh, but uh right now obviously i'm not teaching theater yeah yeah but yeah What grade? What grade were you teaching? I was teaching kindergarten through 12th.
0: That one must have been so much
1: fun. Can can I just say five-year-olds are the best? (laughs) They're so darn cute. You walk into a classroom and everybody hugs you. Yes. Like, come on. Yeah. And you play games with them and eventually there's going to be a unicorn. It's happening. (laughs) There's going to be a unicorn. And don't get me wrong. I love all, I actually do love all the ages and teenagers are really amazing because they really love like five-year-olds are dramatic, but teenagers are actually dramatic. You're going to get drama (laughs) with them because their emotions are actually (laughs) incredibly heightened. So because, because they, they feel everything right at the surface because they're feeling them kind of for the first time. So their, their first love is literally their first love. Their first heartbreak is their first heartbreak and so they feel them so intensely and and they're fantastic to work with because they're willing to go there you just have to make it you have to make it a safe like we talked about a safe space yeah and yeah. make them feel confident enough in their abilities to show that to an audience and that's my challenge when i work with a teenager but when you get their trust man it's incredible that is that is truly rewarding and middle schoolers are fun. I mean, just all—they're all incredible, and yeah, yeah. it's my greatest joy. Like we just uh, last year did a show called uh, *Doc Faustus* with a good friend of mine, Terrence Hughes, who wrote it. And we—I ended—I always during tech rehearsal. It was a middle school production, so fifth graders to eighth graders. Okay. I I do nothing in tech week, basically. Which is the hardest point, right? You When you add in all the technical aspects of a theatrical performance, um, the lighting and the sound and the music and the costumes and everything, right? Right. And when you're running the show, usually all the adults are taking over. um, And I don't. Hmm. I gave uh, two high schoolers the lighting and the soundboard and I gave my son one. No, he was in the show. I gave another couple of middle schoolers technical aspects. I gave the backstage crew, all middle schoolers, all the jobs. And I sat in the dark and I wrote notes for the actors. Wow. And I don't do anything. I give it to them. But it's wonderful because the ownership they feel over it. Yeah. yeah, It's, they're floating on air. They're joyful. And yeah, I mean, truthfully, the show could be better if I had adults running it. Sure. Yeah, Yeah. of course it would run smoother. Yes, of course it would be quieter backstage yeah. sure yeah. but i don't care i'm not doing broadway i'm yeah. doing a middle school show no i'm so proud of you that's so
0: good to you it, it's like excuse me my friends who put up christmas trees and some of my friends will not let <laughs> let their kids touch the tree right yeah and it, it's perfect you know it's it norman is. rockwell it- Right. But I'm like, just throw it on there, babe. And ha- I mean, I love decorating trees, but I want everyone to participate. You know, yes. and yeah. come in. You know, especially um, I have a lot of Jewish friends that come over. And they're like, oh please, oh please, let my kids decorate your tree. I'm like, yeah, have at it. Now, could it look better? Yes. Like this year, we, we we didn't have as many kids over because of quarantine. Does the tree look a little bit more balanced? It does, but it's also boring. You know what right. I mean? Right. Not boring. I should say that.
1: You know what I'm saying. No, Didn't I have totally the understand. No, I totally yeah. understand. Yeah. No, the memories are just spectacular when yeah. you work with the kids. It really yeah. is amazing. Yeah.
0: Well, hello there, and thanks for listening. I'm so excited to offer some amazing new content and discounts on my Patreon. That's right, new to Patreon. And starting as little as $3 a month, you can access exclusive podcast episodes, one-on-one calls, and major discounts on my six-week reset program. Visit patreon.com slash Sandy J. Weston to get started. I'm looking across the road, by the way, it's snowing so hard right now, Aww. but I have a library like right down the road Wow! and I'm not sure if they're open right now, but they were to a point, but they're still takeout. And I think people forget, you know, that you can go and get library books for free mm-hmm. for oh, your yes. kids, you know? And that's one of your tips you were saying, like they're so magical and they're available and it, it's something I think we underutilize.
1: We actually know our librarians by first name and we take canvas bags with us to the library. And it's one of the places. Oh, we do. Oh, we do. And we take, we um, it's one of the places that we can say yes to everything. I don't Mm. have to say, no, that costs too much. No, you've already got it. No, whatever. I can just say, yes, you want to make a pile of 45 books. Sure. Go ahead. We'll take every single one of them because why not? What's going to stop you? If you don't read it by the time it's due back, so what? Yeah. What if yeah. you lost? You might've read the first chapter and you hated the book. Okay, so what? They also, have libraries, <laughs> check out board games. They check out video games. They check out uh, movies. Um, they host classes online for, languages for ancestry.com. They um, are, they read books to small children. They host teen classes for teenagers to have a safe space to go yep, to. Yeah, They're incredible resources and librarians as human people. Like if you, as opposed to going to Amazon, if you go into a library and you say, Oh my gosh, what I really need is a book with a dragon and a fairy and um, a woodcutter but they also need to go on an adventure and meet a frog. They're going to actually come up with six titles for you right there on the spot. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Libraries to me are just a magical entryway and they're free. Like when at at our our library, you have to be seven to get a library card. Both my kids, when they turn seven, the day they came to me, my birthday present is a library card, right? Like I get my (laughs) library card today, right? It was better than like a driver's license. (laughs) Library card today, today. Yes, you get your library. Well, I don't know if that's all kids, but I do think my kids. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah, they they would really enjoy it. And I know for me, that's been one of the hardest things. Like I've figured out ways to do things outside and hike and bike and all that. Yeah. But I miss going to my bookstore, my Mm -hmm. library, and my coffee shop. Yeah. Connecting with people, and I like reading there. I just do. That's me. Mm -hmm. Like I like being amongst books. Books. Having my coffee or my tea. And just surrounding myself. I think that's the thing I can't wait for, you know? Me too. I agree. Yeah, to be able to sit in that. Okay, moving forward. I'm sorry. I just want you to know, Claire, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have done that. By the way, I say I'm sorry very easily. Why is it so hard for people? I'm looking at your third tip. I oh, apologize to your kids.
1: Yeah, well, I, when I was, I feel like when I was a parent to my first child, I still am, but. When I was a first parent to my first child, and I was mm-hmm. very new to the whole parenting thing, I witnessed a lot of the parents to older kids than mine being very stubborn and expecting apologies, expecting respect, and expecting behavior that they didn't do. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of apologizing to my kids, not overly apologetic, not like apologizing all the time. But when I screw up, and I do, like I do on a daily basis, screw up, right? Yeah. Um, we yeah. all do. Um, I apologize. And it's hard to apologize when I screw up on the big levels. Like sometimes, for example, my son spends too much time on his computer, obviously. Yeah. Uh, especially during a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> Don't all. <And damn. laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. And it gets to me. And I lose my mind. And I... Can't go up and I'll be like, what are you doing? This is outrageous. Come down and talk to us like a person and behave. And this is out of control and whatever. And he'll yeah. get really upset and we'll have a not great fight. And yeah. Um, yeah. I won't be happy with him and I'll storm off. And I'll sometimes I'll say, really, I'll punish him. I'll say, you can't be on your computer for the next two days, whatever. Yeah. And I'll get yeah. really upset. Right. And I'm not proud of it. I'm just saying it. It's yep, just honest. Yes. Yes. And yes. then I come back and I say, I, I think about it and I realize we're in this pandemic. He has not seen a 12 year old. He's 12. Uh, he has not seen somebody his age in months, literally months, because he's mm. virtual. We have two high risk individuals li- living in my home. Yeah. And so he gets all of his social time, all of his school time on a computer. Yep. And yep. I've done this. I've made these choices. And it's a pandemic, but I've made these choices because we're in this situation as well. And I just got mad at him. And I handled it poorly.
0: Yeah. Which we all do at times. We we all, all do, it. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so then I sit down with him and I say, I handled that poorly.
0: Yeah. And
1: I'm very sorry. That's my fault. I take away all those punishments I just gave to you. I'm mm. sorry for the way I spoke to you. I just miss you. I miss our time together. And I would like to have the opportunity to spend time with you in person and (sighs) saying it. He then has the opportunity to reject me. I say, you don't have to accept my apology and you don't have to spend time with me, but I want you to know. I regret the choices I made Mm. by saying these things. And I'm acknowledging that what you do is valid on your computer, your coding, your classes, your social time. Is all valid and I'm the one at fault. I did something wrong, not you.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And you know, I, so I think, yeah, it is. And you know what? I was just
0: in another workshop for mentors and teachers, and they were saying, you know, who said, you know, you can't get angry or upset in front of your kids? Right. They, they have to, it, that's, it that just doesn't even make sense. I mean, it you're a human being and what do you want to teach them that it's wrong, like, oh my God, you're, you know, so evil. If you get angry, if you get upset, you say the wrong things. No, what you want to do is say, I take responsibility for that. And I'm sorry, yes. you know, I could have said it better, but yeah, you know, at the heat of the moment, that's how I was feeling. I got overly emotional and then they learn from that. And I was thought exactly. Oh, Right. Because I think so many times we think, well, you don't want to fight in front of the kids. You don't want to argue. You don't want to raise your voice. And then they think, oh my God, I can never get mad. And they hold all their emotions in. Yes. Oh, I don't want that. I want them to go, yeah, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. I own it and move
1: on. And the other part is like, if you're with your partner and you're fighting and then you take the argument or the discussion or whatever away and they don't see the resolution, they just suddenly see you happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How is that fair? How do they see you yeah. resolve an argument? Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that every discussion and every fight is appropriate to have in front no. of the world. No. No. Obviously, no. obviously. But I'm saying that sometimes you have to let the kids know how to get through that as well. And then have that our, our discussion, like anger and sadness. Yeah. Those aren't bad. They're just there. And how we handle them is how we determine the rest. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. And we also have to deal with the consequences of it. So if you're not a great person while you're angry, the consequences of you not being a great person, like you then have to go and apologize or you then have to, you know, if you break your friendship or you break the trust, you've broken it. How do you fix that? Yeah,
0: I agree. I I agree. Yeah, I agree. All right, clever. Let's move on real quick because I think yeah. some of this we really covered, but I want to get these in because I don't even think it just matters for teaching theater. Yeah. I think we can apply this to everything. Where you know the first one is set the bar high from the beginning for the students. Mm. Let's elaborate on that just a little bit because they'll get there. And I think that's with everything. But go ahead.
1: Well, in theater, what I do is I set the bar very high during auditions, and so that's the the beginning. for for most of our students, right, in a theatrical production is because most of them are um, actors. Rarely have I had the opportunity to have a student be a director. So I set the bar very high. I I set the bar with uh, behavior um, and with their uh, acting and how they take notes. And I expect it. I tell them I expect it. I'm very clear with my directions. And they rise up to it every single time. And so every single time they get to that bar, I raise it again and then mm. I raise it again and then I raise it again. I do it in my home and I do it in yep. my work. Right. So I, yeah. at home, I just say you're expected to have X, Y and Z done. And if you don't do it, there's consequences. Period. Have they respond to that? Very well. Yeah. My kids are in co- one's in college, and one's coding video games, <laughs> duh, right? You know, and I'm not saying it, it succeeds every time, I'm not saying no, no, setbacks, I know, right? Yeah. But I'm yeah. saying that overall,
0: if they'll get you they just
1: yeah, I get it, they get there, right? I, I if agree. you expect your kids to fail, if you expect your kids yeah. to sneak out, at, well, no, that's not always true, but like if you expect poor behaviors, yes, I get it, you'll get poor behaviors. I expect exceptional behavior i really do
0: yeah and
1: we used to when they were little i started taking my kids out to restaurants when they were less about a month old Mm -hmm. um and i was never the parent with the screaming child in a restaurant not once you're kidding me i am not kidding you how um, did you do that? Now that's a whole nother podcast, Claire, but
0: <laughs> we can't go I, off on that because parents I, are going to be like, really? Cause you really, know, my kids really. whipping,
1: you know, string beans at the guy nope. next door. You know? Not not only that I've been in the highest rated restaurants in the world, literally around the world. Mm-hmm. My kids travel everywhere with me. Um, they eat everything and Even from the age of two, like from the time they could really walk, they were never the kids running around. They were never the kids shouting. They were never the kids sending food back. They were never the kids eating the chicken fingers and French fries off the kid's menu. Never, ever. And it's expectations. And one of the things, yeah, you walk it before I walked into every restaurant, it was, this is what I expect. Not don't do this, but do this. And they never Mm. have devices at a dinner table ever. Mm. No devices, no devices. And they weren't allowed devices in a car ride until they were probably gosh, 10 or 11. Yeah. Yeah. And I made little baggies of goodies that they like on the long car rides, I made little lunch sacks of goodies that they would get every hour. Yeah. And not snacks, like surprises, coloring books, stickers, things like that. Because so, yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in expectations and then helping them fulfill those expectations.
0: Yeah. Giving them the right tools. All right. Well, what do you do though? about, all right, you're, you're here now and your kids, you know, when you start the ground running and, you know, from time when they're little, I think it's a lot easier because you, you, here's, here's what I expect. But what about the parents, you know, doing their best, love their kids, but that's not happening. And now their kids are like eight and 10 and 12. You think they can flip it and
1: change it a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Kids want to be happy and to be happy. They have to be in a household that's happy with them. Um, right. So how I think the first thing to do is to sit down and figure out who your kids are, who are, who are you living with? What do they need? Do they need additional support at school? right so are mm-hmm. they be honest with yourself first and foremost I've seen as a teacher so many students whose teachers desperately tell their their parents um, your kid needs additional support with reading or with writing or with math or with attention issues and the parents are blind to it. So does your child need support? That support does not mean your child is stupid or something it just means, means that they need extra tools in their tool belt so give it to them and then stop punishing them for not getting it so that's step one yeah does your child need extra support step two and this is gonna sound so stupid sorry i keep using that word but whatever um does your child get enough sleep and food yeah sleep no that's not
0: that's not stupid. i know what you mean you seems like so
1: basic but sometimes we're not thinking of it right we don't forget
0: yeah. Even today,
1: yeah. both my kids need eight and a half hours of sleep minimum yeah, yeah. every day yeah. and yeah. food. And I'm not talking about breakfast, lunch and dinner. I mean, food every yeah. two hours. Wow. They need so much food and I don't want just potato chips food. I mean, a banana. I mean, a smoothie. I mean, yeah, uh, I, I cook eight hours a day. And if you don't what? have eight hours a day. Oh, yeah. I'm not joking. I'm in that kitchen almost eight hours a day. But I cook okay. crazy That's not meat. possible for a lot of people, though, right? You know what I mean? No, like, but you can have bananas and apples and But you can have bananas and apples yeah. and peanut butter. And, and if you've got a 10-year-old kid, teach that kid how to make a sandwich. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, right? Yeah. Or get some Lunchables, at least. Or yeah. get some peanut butter crackers and get some, like, and make a drawer in the pantry and a drawer in the fridge with cheese sticks and, you know, like, good snacks that are going to fill them up. Because they need so much food. Yeah, yeah. And 95% of your behavioral issues will be dealt with, with good food and good sleep. I mean, not and, donuts from like,
0: you know, what is it right. called? Duck donuts or something?
1: And with the support of the people, like if they need behavioral support and tutors and whatnot. And and those, if you're not financially capable of of handling it, that is not judgmental. Your districts are. Yes right? Yes. Yes. Reach out, reach out, reach out. And then food and sleep and sleep patterns can be affected by screens right before bed, things like that. So you need to take the screens away. Mm -hmm. You need to let them have like books in bed. I, my kids have no, no screens in their room. Actually, my daughter does now because I've decided to like, she's in college. She has to learn how to manage her own time. It's driving me bananas, but whatever. Yeah. But no yeah. screens in the room, no devices in the room. You're, oh. They are allowed to have music. Um, they have a little Alexa dot so they can have their music. But that's it. Other than yeah. that, it's all bookcases.
0: You go with your bad self. What? I'm hardcore. I'm
1: hardcore I mean, yeah. hard though. Not no. everybody does it like me. And no, I, I, no. I mean, I'm you're so asking sad. me. You're asking me for my tips. Yep. So this is my tips. That doesn't mean everybody has to do it my way. I'm just That's saying- That's right. The they can draw from it. They can draw from it. Right? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really not saying this in a judgy, judgy way. This is just, this is how yep. I do it. Okay? Yep. I, and it works. And it, it works. works. It works. Yeah. Um, and then, I know this sounds really crazy to me, okay? But board games. Mm. Okay? Big thing. Yeah. Board games. Play board games with your kids and l- let them lose- uh, do not let them win. Uh, ah, yeah. 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 But if they beat you fair and square, then whatever. Yeah. But let them lose and then show them how to lose properly. Mm. Like tantrums are not acceptable behavior when you lose because they're going to lose to their friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the time to start losing and failing and screwing up is when you're a kid. So if you get an yeah. F on a paper when you're in fifth grade. Really, what are the consequences of that in a big life scheme? Nothing. Nothing. Um, What are the consequences of losing monopoly to your mom? Nothing. Nothing. But what are the consequences of screwing up on your job and not having the coping mechanisms to handle it? Yeah, yeah. So let them start screwing up. Yep, yep. Let them fail. Let them have the consequences of having an F on their paper and having the teacher come down on them and support their teacher. Yeah. And say, you screwed up because you didn't study for your test, little Timmy. <laughs> so let's go see if you can get some extra
0: credit. No, I, I my husband taught me that right at the beginning is don't you let him win all the time. That's just not good. You, it's you, not good. He, he would. My husband would play it. If he won, he won. But if he did it, he did it.
1: Right. That's right. And, and you can also teach them to win. But like yeah. there there's not a life lesson. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of a harsh mom. But I don't. I don't think. No, no, no,
0: no. You just have strict rules. You know what works. You know what works for your family, and you follow through, and you give them the right tools.
1: I do. So I don't
0: know if that's harsh, or is that
1: amazing and loving? I'm very. I'm very. They know what the rules are. Yeah. Right. They yeah. are consistent. They stay the same whenever we go away. Yeah. Um, but in the they like that. They like it, and they know where they stand. All the time.
0: Yeah. And kids love that. They do.
1: And like, and in restaurants, they've been complimented by entire restaurants of staff. Yeah. Yeah. It literally like a a stupid snarky comment here. We got given a gift certificate to Nobu once, which is a very high end sushi restaurant. Oliver was in a stroller and Lily was three and a half. Maybe Mm -hmm. she ate oysters at the time, raw oysters with caviar on top. And the staff, yeah, I know. My kids eat anything. They eat anything. And this whole staff, including the kitchen staff, came out to watch my three-year-old daughter eat these. I would have came out. And she slides the whole thing into her mouth in one go. (laughs) And the whole staff looks at her and goes, what did you think? And she says, you messed up the flavor on the oysters by covering it with all this stuff. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) I wish you would have video recorded that. I was like, okay, I see you. Oh my God. That's a who. Right? That's a who. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Claire, this has been so much fun, but we got to go. We got to get you to rapid all fire right. and get out of here. But oh, goodness, I love go. your let's tips. And by the way, yes, maybe, you know, like you said, you say harsh, maybe you have stricter rules, but we can all learn from that because as parents, we got to learn from each other. You know, we right? none of us do it. You know, completely right. I heard some guys say, "Yeah, I, I do this, I do that. I have rules, my kids love." But he could still be in therapy complaining about me when he's older. Oh, absolutely! Right? Who knows? We just do our best, and I love this because I'm already taking notes. Ooh, I could try this. I could try that. All right. Yeah, and the rules go
1: away as they get older. You know that you? release they change. Yeah. Okay, so I'm ready. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. That's all right. Here we go. Favorite color. Depends on the day, but right now, black, because there's no stains. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> What's your favorite food? Oh, goodness gracious. Don't me um, oysters. Oh, God, no, I hate oysters. Um, I would say curries. Okay. Oh, I love curry.
0: All right. Do you have any shows that you watch, like a favorite movie or a favorite series? Do you even watch Netflix or Hulu?
1: I've watched everything on Netflix and Hulu right now and Amazon Prime and anything else I can get my hands on. Okay, so which one of your favorites? Gosh almighty. Um, I really liked Queen's Gambit. I don't know oh, if I have a- me too. Love yeah. Loved it was it. so fun. Oh, and Jingle Jangle was amazing if you're into Christmas movies right now.
0: I I love I watched Christmas it. movies since October because I needed it, but I didn't see Jingle Jangles. <gasps> Watch musical? Jingle
1: Jangle. It's a musical and it's done very theatrically and it's just, oh my God, I cried. I might miss okay. theater a little much though.
0: Yeah, I, I mean I miss going abroad. Okay, cool. I got that down. All right. What's something you could tell us about yourself that maybe most people
1: don't know that you're willing to share? I used to keep pet snails as a small child when I was like nine and ten in a shed. Okay. Pets? Yeah. Did you and I them? wasn't very I wasn't very good at it, so they all died. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And uh did they have names? I'm pretty sure they did. Do I remember them? <laughs> no. no.
0: <laughs> what would one of your favorite days look like from waking up in the morning till going to bed? What would you do?
1: I would be allowed to take a shower. Um before I did my chores, okay. um, my chores would all be done for me by somebody that's not me. Um, the house would be already clean and I would be able to get on an airplane and travel somewhere that's not here. Oh I like your day. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where the somewhere is though right now. Honestly, yeah. it's just yeah. not here. Yeah.
0: Okay. During the quarantine, what has been your toughest thing to get through or your sticky wiccan? One of your challenges. Oh gosh. I call them sticky
1: wiccans. <sighs> um the loneliness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What has been the highlight? Is there anything that you know came out of it that you're like, oh, that was an opportunity for growth?
1: I think my relationship with my husband has gotten even better, Ooh. even though we've always been close. Um, I think we've got an um, even stronger relationship mm-hmm. um, and my cooking has gotten even better from what I've been told.
0: Well, if you're cooking eight hours a day, you must love it, right? You love I do it. love it. Yeah, I do love it. Yes. Yeah. Ugh, I have to come to your house just to see. Anytime. The well, and I hate cooking, so that would be good. Ah. Oh my God. I love eating, though. I'll, I'll eat anything. I'll, okay. like, I love food. I'm a foodie, but not the cooking part. Okay. When I say the word universe, what's it mean to you?
1: I'm sorry. You broke up there. What if I word? say the word
0: universe, what does it mean to you?
1: It means expansive, um, encompassing, and uh, exciting. Ooh, I like that.
0: Well, Claire, this has been a riot. It's been helpful and I really enjoy your little stories. I know my let's keep it real. People are going to say that Claire, she really kept it real. (laughs) Is there anything that you want to say about you or how that you want them to reach you or anything we didn't get
1: in that you want to add before you go? Um, I'm mostly available on Facebook as Claire Raper. I am on Twitter, but I'm terrible at it. Um, There you go. Yeah. Like I have a few followers. I don't know who any of them are, except maybe my kids, um, <laughs> okay. but I'm on it and I'm on Instagram, but I never post because the only people I take pictures of are my kids and I don't post them. So there's there you that. go. And yeah, I think if you really want to follow me, you can, you can uh, contact me on Facebook. I'm terrible. I mean, I know I did social media, but I've decided to not really do a whole lot of it anymore. Um, gotcha. Oh, yeah. So you got your group. You got your group. So that's I good. got my little crew, and they're lovely. They're lovely. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm not sure what direction my life is taking right now. So I don't know how to promote um, confusion except through Confucianism, which I don't really follow. <laughs> so yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that's keeping it real. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Claire. I really appreciate your time, and your energy, and your tidbits. And for my let's keep it real, people, you know what I'm going to say. Until next time, toodles. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. And remember, keep spreading the positive.